bow our heads for prayer. Lord God, you remind us in your holy word that there is no other name under heaven by which we are saved than by the name of Jesus. You write your name, the name of Jesus, on our hearts, on our lives, in the waters of baptism, by the power of your Spirit. And you teach us in your word about the gift of salvation that is ours. because of Jesus. Lord, we pray that your name would be at the forefront and the center of our lives. That we might recognize its authority, power, even unto salvation for all who believe. Lord, be with us this day. Open our ears, our hearts, our lives to hear, to understand, and to live your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. You might ask, what's in a name? Some of us have names picked out by our parents that are family names. Some might come from a favorite person in history or someone in culture. But really, what's in a name? The name of Jesus. Quite frankly, at the time, was an ordinary name. In the street language of the day, Yeshua comes from the Hebrew, the same as Joshua. It's an ordinary name. There were a lot of people running around with the name of Jesus. We even know from the Jewish historian Josephus that the man that they put up during his trial before Pilate, which one of these should I release to you? And we know him as Barabbas, but the historian tells us that Barabbas' first name was Jesus. It means 
Savior. He will save his people. I always think it's kind of fun when we research the meaning of names. I had a friend one time who had a last name and he didn't know what it meant and, and he, we were all kind of researching trying to figure out what our last names meant and I still don't know what mine means but, but he came back to us and we said uh, what's your last name mean? And he says he kind of sheepishly embarrassed and says I, I, I really don't want to say. No, no, really, what's it mean? He says well it's in German it's outhouse. Sometimes we find out what our names mean and we're not really sure that we like that. We remember that Jesus is given his name by his father. Not Joseph, but his father in heaven through the angel says, and you shall call his name Jesus because he will save his people. And so they called him Jesus. It's an interesting name when you think about it because it is a common name. And so what's in a name? It's not just the fact that your parents give it to you. It's what you do with the name that you're given in the life that you live. Why is it that we remember George Washington? Is it because his parents named him George? No, it's because of the things that he did in his life. Why do we name children Abraham? Most of the time a child is named Abraham. It's not after ancient Abraham, but rather after Abraham. See, you know the name. It's what Jesus does. teaches the truth about the Lord our God. And he establishes his own divine authority. We see it in the gospel lesson today as Jesus following his baptism by John in the wilderness right there at the Jordan River goes out and for 40 days the text tells us that he is being tempted by the devil. Now, the text only tells us three of those temptations, but it's reminding us that he's being tempted for 40 days. Anybody here ever been harassed by the devil for 40 days? Bob, get your hand up. All the time. How do we fight against the temptations that Satan is always putting across the paths of our lives? We say things like, Lord, help me. Give me strength. But we sometimes forget that the most powerful way to fight against the temptations of Satan is to call upon the name of the Lord 
Jesus. I love what the text says. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And the whole idea of salvation here is not just that which we receive in heaven one day when we die, but it's those things, those little victories upon the way in our lives today. How can we overcome the things that we face, the challenges, the obstacles? By the name of Jesus. Think about this, and I'll, just, I'll give you a few seconds. When's the last time you, in your life, out loud, actually said, Jesus is Lord? Other than in a responsive reading somewhere in church. In fact, we can even shorten it down a little bit. Other than in a mealtime or bedtime prayer, when's the last time in your life you spoke the name of Jesus? Just think about that for a moment. When we face the things that we face, it's very easy and very simple for us to kind of be flustered and to think about how am I going to deal with this situation or what am I going to do? And we just kind of forget about Jesus. We know Peter's short prayer when he was sinking in the water, Lord, help me. But it could have been even shorter. Jesus. Usually when we hear the word, just one word like that, it's usually in the form of some sort of curse or, or swear word, if you will. And you know the inflection that I could put on that. But to call upon his name in a simple way is to call upon his strength, to be reminded of his presence, and to know that our lives are in his hands. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Jesus. Power in the name. You know, Sarah, the one thing that you forgot about Batman down here is that he also got these really cool words when he was in a fight. Bam! Pow! Wow! No, because then it steals my thunder. You, so... You, it's all about the words! Strength. 
forgiveness, grace, mercy, power. All of those flow from the name of Jesus, who is our Savior. But also, as we see, the power of Jesus' name rebukes the evil of Satan in our lives. You ever come across a person who's just really kind of evil? I don't know about you, but I've run into a couple of those kind of people in my lives. What do you do? Did you ever have the strength and the courage to say to them, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus? Go, Pastor, that'd be kind of rude. Pastor, I don't know if that'd really work. Let me tell you, to rebuke in the name of Jesus works. Satan cannot stand in the presence of the name of Jesus. When we are his baptized children, we wear the name of Jesus. And yet so often we forget to invoke that name. I love it. When I was a child and I heard my name, I came running. When I heard my first name and my middle name, I went hiding. There's power in the names. And if you heard your first name and your middle name and your sister's first name and middle name and your brother's first name and middle name and you knew that she was really only after you but she went through all three to get the right one, well, then you ran away from home till dinner time. There was one time that I remember distinctly in my ministry. I was in the very early days of cell phones when I got this phone call in, in my office. And uh, there was a gal on the other end of the phone, and was, uh, she says, Pastor? I said, Yes. This is Barb. Can I talk to you? Sure. Can I meet you at your office? Sure. Um, uh, I'm, I'm there, you, I'll just be here when you get here. She says, I'm already here outside the door. I went and let her in. I says, Barb, what's going on? She says, you're going to think I'm nuts, Pastor. Barb, what's going on? Promise me you won't think I'm nuts. Okay? I promise you I won't think you're nuts. She says, well, I think my house is possessed by the devil. I said, what? She says, yeah. She says, it's so bad that, that you know, we'll be watching TV. And all of a sudden, it changes channels. And nobody's holding the remote. Okay? She says, I'll be outside talking to my neighbor. And all of a sudden, the lights in my house are turning on and off. Yeah? 
She says, we hear footsteps in the attic. I said, that's kind of odd. She says, yeah, because we don't have an attic. We have a flat roof house. And we go outside and look and nobody's up there. I said, and? She says, it's so bad my kids won't sleep in the house. They sleep in the car. When I come home from work, all the clothes in my closet are laying on the floor and the drawers are open and my clothes are scattered all over my bedroom. I said, Barb, it sounds like your house is possessed by the devil. What can I do, Pastor? I said, well, why don't we go take care of your house? I need your kids there and you there because you live there. And, and we'll do a house cleansing. And she says, will that work? said, Barb, there's power in the name of Jesus. There's an ancient liturgy in the church for house cleansing and involves the use of water and the word. Kind of reminds us of baptism because you go into every single room, you read scripture, you pray, you rebuke the devil in all of his works and all of his ways, you renounce all of his spirits. And you remind the devil that this is the place where the baptized people of God dwell. And in every room, you sprinkle water in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We did every room, every closet in the house. And when we got to her bedroom, she grabbed the water from me and she's going... No more problems. It's just a house. But no more problems. You see, there's power in the name of Jesus, and we as his baptized children have already been covered with the power of his word and the promises that he gives to us. The problem is, is that we open ourselves up to the devil time and time again when we become enamored with the things of the world. When we fail to call upon his name in a time of trouble. As the text reminds us, we should be ready to confess the name of Jesus with our mouth, with our lips, in every place, in every time, in every circumstance. To know that the Lord of, of, of lords and the King of kings has power over our hearts and our lives. That we can withstand the snares, the traps, the trials, and the temptations of Satan with the simple word, a simple name, a common name, but an extraordinary name because of what he's done. Jesus. Say the name with me, Jesus.
It's with that name he marks us. It's with that name he died for us. It's with that name he covers us with his blood and righteousness and makes us holy and new. There is no other name under heaven by which we are saved than by the name of Jesus, and so we call upon his name in all things. Use the name. It belongs to you. Use the name. He's painted it on your heart and on your life. Use the name of Jesus in conversation, in prayer, in rejoicing, and in struggles. The name of Jesus. The name above all names. In his name. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understandings, keep your heart and mind in the true faith, in the name of Jesus Christ, unto life everlasting. Amen.